Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Pretty Litter. It's springtime. Get your dick up. Oh, sorry. That's uh, what? Nope, not this. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we got so many ads. Pretty, right. litter, is... pretty litter is delivered in discreet packages. <laughs> discreet <your> packaging, <laughs> and it smells nice. Rather, it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix. It's ultra-absorbent, lightweight, low-dust. One six-pound bag works right for the month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. In the Unfortunately, the red pill. no one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You have yeah. to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. Look, Look again. Uh, Pretty Litter also ships free. You think that's piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. Don't have to have big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. My love cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. Ah! <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I hate this litter box. One time it's the like... smell. Yes! <laughs> 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 I just like that movie. <laughs> Pretty Litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. it. Gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health, especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's <gasps> not bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last time I got Pretty Litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Dads and Sports. I'm watching the game! Welcome, sports fans, to another episode of Dads and Sports. I'm Eddie the Rockstar Rockman, coming at you live, and that's my co-host, Brock Braxton. It's not just sports here, we also have our families and how much we love being dads. <laughs> Speak for yourself, I fucking hate my wife. Oh. <laughs> 
That's me, Larry Snapple. I've got a chronic hacking cough. Did not get vaccinated. Hey, it's me, Trip Trigger, the handsome single dad with two beautiful kids. I'm a widower. Lady. and uh, getting on the bank, Trip. Let's get on to the topic of the day. The game between Aaron O'Neill's trees and these teens that seem to come oh. out of nowhere. Did you guys catch this? Did you guys oh, catch the game last wow. night? I thought everyone had a great hustle out there, uh, really rooting for them to uh, save our world from what appears to be like a lot of bad stuff going on. And uh, I really like that trick play between Scary Marlowe and Lincoln Lee Wilson. They had a lot of synergy what going pass. on there. What incredible play, incredible play. What an upset. I, you know, look, look, I was talking to my bookie, Frank. I had money on those kids losing for sure, but they pulled it up. Hey, uh, you're still betting, dude? I thought you got that under control, man. It's just like every so often on games that I feel like I have a good like inside. No, man. Oh, no, 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 we talked about works, this, man. dude. You, yeah. you know, let's go, to, let's go to the ads, and when we come back, we'll do a little session of dad therapy. How about that? All right. This week's episode is brought to you by man. Man, 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 man. Man, 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 Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast. Instead, this is a D&D podcast. It's about not four. Not when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm. Hubba, hubba. Uh, where four teams from our world are sent back to our world to fix our world from the our world. mess that <laughs> our world caused when our grandparents and maybe kind of like Henry's whole family line fucked up anyway Whoa, what the wow, fuck? what? what jesus shit what? are you kidding me <laughs> i'm just saying look just i know that anthony gave me there. a special piece of paper <gasps> this episode and you guys didn't get any and i get to open it and you don't but don't take it out on me spoilers well uh, <laughs> my name is freddie wong i play taylor swift the anime loving stealthy boo. Cool <laughs> that's, that's my name. i'm gonna say boo now for what? you that's why <laughs> it's like the gas for scary but we don't <laughs> like mean you. and yeah. shitty <laughs> taylor gets boo normal gets ew <laughs> Link gets uh, aw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taylor's teen fact for this week. Taylor, of course, has ordered off of Amazon a series of wetting and sharpening stones for the various <laughs> blades that he keeps at his disposal. And like, despite watching probably like 30 hours of like how to sharpen your knives YouTube videos and his recommendations is just like knife YouTube. Every time he sharpens or attempts to sharpen his blades, they get duller. He can't do it. He just doesn't know what he's doing wrong. But every time he tries to be like, time to bring the old katana to the whetstone, it just ends up slightly duller than it was. He gets it in and cuts his hand somehow. Too. <laughs> he, he, oh, he, gets no. like, he has a like, yeah, set of band-aids nearby. He tells him, hey, mom, I'm going in the garage to sharpen my blade. She's like, don't forget to bring some uh, Neosporin. I sympathize. We got really nice, like, kitchen knives from Japan. We bought whetstones for them. It's like, actually, like, hey, they're getting dull, Matt. You should <laughs> sharpen them. Like, <laughs> totally all right. Let me do this. It's like, they're all worse now. <laughs> like, every time I do it, it's just they don't get sharper. I'm bad at whetstones. Hey, everybody. My name is Matthew Arnold. Bad at whetstones. Bad at whetstones. Uh, my name is Matthew Arnold again. Uh, I play Lincoln oh, no, Lee. We're on the time loop. <laughs> I play Lincoln Lee Wilson, a schooled at home soccer kid who's the protective paladin of the group. A really quick fact about uh, Lincoln his entire relationship 
with Daryl, his grandfather, is just predicated on the fact that they both think it's really funny that football means football and soccer. That's the only thing Aww. they share in common. It's just, it's just nothing but jokes. Like, 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 like Daryl come like, all right, kid, ready to play some football? And he's like, of course. And he pulls up. I was like, ah, oh, not that football, grandpa. He's like, just kidding. I got this football. Psych, that's another football. Oh, it's just that. It's all That's the only thing they share in common. And Aww. then they always end up just like either kicking a soccer ball or throwing a football. That's it. Wow. So, yeah. They also both liberals <laughs> Anthony, this is my family and daryl has complicated feelings about the liberals but lincoln is gen z one of the few of conservatives, the few conservatives in <laughs> the heir to ben shapiro's throne <laughs> I like the link's not even Gen Z. We just say Gen Z as a generic catch-all word for yeah. anyone younger than us because we're old now. I know. Yes. I like how anytime somebody says something about millennials, we're all like, uh, millennials are 40 now, but we just like Gen Z to everything. <laughs> Everything's Gen Z. Uh, hey, everyone. I'm Will Campos. I play normally Oak Swallows Garcia, mixed up mascot kid trying to make his way in a strange world and find himself. And aren't we all really? Aren't um, we all? My fact about normal this week is that before all of this began, like the week before, mm-hmm. He decided, you know, like, just as a backup plan, just in case, like, you know, being a cool mascot didn't work out. His second step to get everyone to love him would be to set a Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> yes. Ooh, nice. So yes. And he's like, you know what? Fuck yes, I bet I could chew a piece of bubble gum longer than anybody on the planet. Whoa. So this entire time, Normal's had a piece of Bazooka Joe in his mouth. And it's just, wow. it's just back there. You know, he kind of, he's found this one spot to kind of stick it to. Uh, so he doesn't have to chew it all the time, but it's in there. And he kind of chews it whenever he's not talking. He lost one tooth, but he refused to fill it. He just yes, keeps the exactly, bubble gum yeah. in there. Oh, no, he had no. a fill and fall out and he's got, <laughs> yes, he's got it in there. He's like, this is my secret. <laughs> But so, so he disgusting. every day after everyone goes to bed, he takes a picture of it to prove it's still in there. And that's why he refuses to go to the dentist because the dentist will find it. <laughs> like, this isn't a tooth. <laughs> this is just gum. He's dreading that day because he has a dental checkup coming up, and he's like, "I gotta, I'm gonna have to convince." Listen, this dentist. doc, this is for the book of this guy's book of world records. You just said my parents, everything's cool, okay? You got it? <laughs> Real quick, if you just start flossing two weeks beforehand, you can fool your dentist. I love flossing. I floss twice a day. I floss a lot too. I'm just saying that if you're, you know. I floss every day for it. Right? Nice. <laughs> you know what? That's okay too. My name is Beth May. The Gen Zers love that joke. <laughs> oh, like the dance. Oh, okay. Uh, my name is Beth May. <laughs> I'm going to leave the podcast now. Goodbye. And I play Scary Marlo, a goth punk seeker of darkness who is not like the other warlocks. Fun fact about Scary. You could really hear the the letters in that one. (laughs) It's spelled that way. Fun fact about Scary is I, Beth May, am still in my injury era, my sprained ankle era, to say it in Taylor Swift terms. I said last uh, episode that Scary had never been hurt playing soccer, which is true. The worst injury she's ever had is slamming her finger in her locker when somebody called her Terry at school. So this is pretty recently, and it's still a little sticky. A little, it clicks. It clicks. Uh, the old finger clicking. I'm Anthony Birch. I'm your dad. Hey, dad. Uh, my dad fact dad. is, or teen fact rather, I guess. I realized the other day that 
I accidentally still have all the lyrics to the theme song for the Weird Al Saturday Morning Kids show on CBS. I still have all that re- memorized, and I didn't even watch that many episodes of it. Whoa. Like, give us all wow. a taste. I mean, it's a long song, but so this is a story about a guy named Al who lived in the sewer with his hamster pal. The sanitation workers didn't really approve, so he packed up his accordion and had to move to a city in Ohio where he lived in a tree, and he worked in a nasal decongestant factory, and he played on the company bowling team, and every single day, a recurring dream where he's wearing leader hose and a sour cream, but it's really not important to the story. And the very next year, he met a dental high genus who had a spatula tattooed on her arm, on her arm, and he didn't keep in touch, and he lost number and he got himself a job at a tater dot farm and he spent all his money on split level caves seven miles below the surface of the earth and he could have made some money making dead jelly bean pickle sandwiches for what it's worth then one day al was in the forest trying to get a tan and he heard the torture screaming of a funny little man he was caught in a bear trap and al set him free and the guy that he rescued was grateful as can be and it turns out he's a big shot producer on tv and he gave al a contract what do you know now he's got his very own weird al show um, wow i didn't even know where al had a show i'm sure was that anthony or eminem rap guy yeah. <laughs> So many memories of holding my loved ones that will be lost to the ether. <laughs> Just to make space. Just Before to make space the final for that. Goes out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is the only thing you remember on your deathbed. Then it'll be a life well lived. <laughs> you take a deep breath and for a second you feel a lot of relief to not be underground, but the freshness of the air is counteracted by the fact that you are once again looking into the horrible underside of the doodler. Oh, man. <sighs> it's not great. <sighs> That's too much running. I flop down on the ground and start panting. Grant pulls you into a hug. He's looking at all of you with a great deal of pride. And he says, oh, you, um, that was great. You guys did a great, <clears throat> great job. We do it for you, mister. I don't accept that pride. Don't nobody give him the sun because he wants to use it to blow up the whole. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm really tired. Uh, and I brush off the hug. I go, um, <clears throat> It's not hugging time right now, Dad. That's his uh, personal space, please. <laughs> oh, no. Damn. Okay. Oh, okay. And he puts his hands behind his back and he stands up and takes <laughs> one step back. And he goes, okay. I do want to talk to you about what happened in there, though. How are you feeling about the tree that you, you killed and the, that we took the sun? Oh, I mean, I don't feel great. I don't know. It's a tree. It's sentient. I don't know. It's a lot to think about. I, I'm just happy we're out here alive with, like, yeah. Okay. Not feeling great. I'm not. I'm feeling pretty bad. Okay. Okay. That's good. I don't want to hug. Great. So, good. Like, I mean, it's not good that you feel bad, but I'm glad that you didn't get like you didn't feel like an adrenaline rush, like like anything like that. Uh, no. Hey, man. He said to back off. Yeah. Like, give him space. Oh, okay. Seems like you're doing okay, though. I mean, last time you talked to me, you were like, "Oh, I should die. I hate myself." <laughs> well, yeah. Then I, which then, is like pretty rough. And then I saw you again. Oh, well, that's a lot of pressure to put yeah, on that's yeah. a one person. Well, I'm being honest. I can't, I don't, my defenses aren't really up. My brain's going this way and that way. I, I, I feel okay. weird, but like, I, it was nice to see you. I do sort of deserve to die. That's not a big deal. What? It happens. No, that's not a, it happens, mm-hmm. but you don't deserve to die. Cause you didn't feel good when you killed the guy. So, Hey, good yeah. for you. You're great. I think I'm you're so having you. big feelings right now and it's not the time to discuss it. I think we both need to just process what's happened and then we'll have a conversation soon i yeah agree and mr grandstand i'd just like to add that as a warrior on the path of bushido it's often <sighs> unclear what i'm supposed to feel and i think it's supposed to be nothing all the time grant turns his back to you and continues talking to his son like you didn't even say anything <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh 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 hey you listen yeah really quick while we're here mister this is something you can do I want you to apologize to these three wonderful friends of mine because you told me not to hang out with them and they were dangerous. But you know what? Right now they're like, they're no, my family. No so, need to apologize. Like, you apologize. I am dangerous. Yeah, I am dangerous. Yeah, we're all dangerous. And I'm your family. Oh. And I hug Lincoln. Yeah, As open well, personal space. Sorry, sorry, yeah, it's sorry, good to ask. sorry. No, no, sorry. you just ask beforehand. Can I hug you? Yeah, of course. All right. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Are we all yeah. bro? That brother? Yeah. yeah bro. We're like brothers we're now. Bros. You said we're family. We're like brothers. Yeah. 
Hello, Dad. I shake uh, Grant's hand. No, he immediately wipes his hand on his shirt. No. He looks jealous just for a second. Like, when you, like he's calling him Dad. Like, what? what? No. Grant says, yeah, no, we all did a great job, and, and I think we're good to go home now. So let's, uh, um, if you give me the sun, and then we can head back through the portal, mm. and then we can deal with whatever's happening back there. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think. Not... Uh, we're not going to do that, though, right? No. Yeah. Keep the sun away from this loser. Yeah, we got some information from another source that said that the Church of the Doodler was an interesting place to go, and maybe we could find out something there that would help us, you know, come up with a less bad plan than the one that you and our dads came up with. And that shouldn't be too hard, because your plan sucked. Okay, do you want me to come with you to the Church of the Doodler? Because we can go together, and then you can see that there's nothing there, because I, I was there. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Ah, you know where mm. it is. I mean, you do too, right? I think you guys have a map. Just because you have a map doesn't mean yeah. you know where it's hand drawn. It is. You never yeah, know how accurate scale. it is. Sure. Uh, Photography. One second, Dad. I need to talk to oh. my bro, my brother here. One second. Just give, give us a second here. He goes, "Oh God, you're talking to me." When you said Dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, Link. What's up? You want to bring Dad along? Your Dad. Um, I, I feel like I'm rushing into this, but like it yeah, feels like you well, still maybe have some stuff to say to him, mm, but or not. We can cut. What do you guys think? If anything, he will be good cannon fodder. Look, I'll be honest. Like. I more or less kind of just followed, you know, what my dad said, but I'm not really trusting them. So, like, maybe you three can, like, you're like my new, not my new dads, but just like, <laughs> whatever you guys say, like, we're a team. So, like, what do you guys, what do you three buddies think Hell we should do? Yeah. Who's your daddy? It's yeah. me, Scary. All right. Scary's yeah. dad number one. Yeah, Scary. That's what, right. <laughs> what do you think we should do, Scary? Oh, shit. See, natural leader. Well, Maybe we could get some more information about, like, whatever happens with Grant around. But on the other hand, he might try to steal the sun back when we're not looking. He might try to get under our defenses, try to, like, I don't know, be so edgy and cool. Like, oh, I'm Grant. I'm depressed. Whatever. I'm depressed. So suck it. Wait. I turned to Grant. Go home. Marco, it's been weeks. Dad misses you. What are you doing here? Dad misses we're, you we're too. Oh shit, he's got you there. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, well, we're trying to save the world. Yes, which is why I, I'm trying to. We're all trying to save the world, which is why we should just go back now. If you want, I don't want you to go to the. It's just going to waste time. But I'll go with you. There's nothing secret there. I don't want you okay, to see. It's like, just boring. But Dad cannot have both of us. At least one of us got to go home. <laughs> that seems like an arbitrary. <laughs> no, I, I'd be sad. If you both die in a car crash, I'd be less sad if one of you did. I'm not saying I want, but like. That's a wild thing to say. <laughs> Why would you even be thinking about? You should be home. What are you talking about? Right now, Marco I has no was losing the high ground as the parent here, but you just said that. And now right. I feel like I can say confidently that that's a little bit buck wild, right. son. Right now, Marco has. Dad has nobody. Dad yet. doesn't I have nobody. Is... Dad has us in the same way that I had you and we weren't near each other. We yeah. love each other. It's fine. You, but yes, we do need to get back as quickly as I can. I agree. We should all go back now. I do a insight check on Grant. I'm trying to suss out if he knows more about this place, the Church of the Doodler, than he's letting on. Good idea. I cast Zone of Truth. Yes! Okay. Zone of Truth is just something that the family does. They create a little circle and they say, you can only tell the truth in here. Yeah, it's not even a magic spell. It's just something you always agreed that, like, no matter how bad it got, you could Zone of Truth. What did my role tell me? Let's start there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I got a 20. With a 20, you can tell that he is not explicitly hiding anything from you other than some possible emotional trauma. There are hmm. not plot things that he is hiding from you to be nefarious. Mm-hmm. Yo, how okay. rowdy do you want to get on your dad right now? I feel like he's telling the truth and that there was nothing there, but like, I think there's some there there and that nothing there. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. I think I think there's some blood in the water. So it's like, you know, I don't know how real you want to get okay. with him or what all well, you want to learn about him right now, but you know. Well, we need to go there, right? I'm just going to say, once you knock him off that pedestal, there's no putting him back, you know? <laughs> no, I, so, I know, 
I just, this yeah. is our dad we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lose another father figure, Link. No, it's that, that, really... I'll be down three. <laughs> I, get a, I get a free one with my punch card. No, in the Wilson Lee family, we're all on the same level. There's no pedestal, but we sit at a round table. <laughs> Every sequel. The real question is just us as a group. We need to go to the church, right? Yeah, yeah yes. we got to go to the church. Okay. We need to investigate dad, all we, the leads. You know your dad better than anyone. Can we trust your dad to not screw us over or pull some move or try to steal the sun because he thinks he knows better than us? Like, should we yeah. give him the boot or maybe should we three weeks on? ago? The answer would be yes, but not now. Here, I got, yeah, here we go. All right, well, then you I know what to do. Zone dude. of Truth. Grant hears Zone of Truth, which is not a spell the way that your family does. It's just yeah. something you agreed upon mm-hmm. as a societal thing that you will always tell the truth once Zone of Truth yes, has been Yeah, the Wilson invoked. Lee family. It yeah, the Wilson Lee family. So he goes, okay, oh, Zone of Truth, Zone of Truth. Okay. And he says, yes, okay. He puts his hands up and he says, ask me whatever you want, Link. It's probably helpful to have you come along to the church with us if that's what you want to do. Because, you know, more the better in terms of trying to survive. I mean, you're here to help us we're not here to help you so if you come along with the with us are you going to betray us be mean do bad things things that would get you a time out anything like that everything that i have done has been to try to protect you and everything i will do will be to try to protect you that said that's some lawyer talk sir (laughs) i I wasn't finished hey i have i'm 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 talking this is the truth i'm i'm telling you my truth this is my truth okay my truth God. is I may do some things you don't like, but it will all be for the purposes of protecting you when we go. Sounds like your mm. truth sucks balls. You know what? I'll make a compromise because you talked all about Henry Clay and the, and the power of compromise. I would suggest <laughs> that I won't betray you. I won't try to get the sun until we're halfway through the Church of the Doodler. <laughs> Telling us when you're going to betray us. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you when I'm not going to, which is oh, the first half, and I might not I in the second half. I appreciate the honesty. I'm going to talk to my team here for a second, and then we'll decide. Okay. All right, guys, you heard it. My dad's definitely going to betray us at some point. I might not, he says in the distance. As much as I think that having cannon fodder is going to be helpful for anything that we might encounter along the way, I don't trust anybody over the age of 30. I say we dump his ass. Yeah. Okay. I think so too. Uh, Okay. Yeah. This is going to be a little hard. So if you guys could just. Maybe. Yeah. Why don't we take this? Why don't we talk to dad together? Okay. Um, Are you okay? Normal? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm great. (laughs) Like. I'm great. Uncle. Uncle. Or like any number of things. Like. Why is that? I mean, why why would he be my uncle if we're family and we're brothers? (laughs) So. uh, Yeah. No. Yeah. Why would you talk to him? I feel like I got to. I got to think about some stuff. I'm going to just go sit over here. Dad and I have always been on kind of a rough patch. (laughs) Dad? Yes, son. We appreciate your offer of help, but the team and I feel that it would be best if you went home, spend time with dad, and, you know, help out over there. There's some weird stuff going over there. And, yeah, you know what? No, you said you betray us. I just can't. I needed my space. Not just hug space, but, like, you space. And I think you need space because last time you talked to your son... You said some rowdy stuff, and um, you should think about that. Roll persuasion with advantage because you're in the zone of truth. Eight plus three, 11. So it's an 11. He goes, I may not like it. I may not agree with it, but you said it in the zone of truth. You told me your truth, so I, I, will, I will accept this. Okay, fine. Okay, well, I'm okay for a hug now if you want. You know, it feels fitting. I would like that. And he goes in for a hug. Okay. I give him a hug. How strong is this hug? It's a, it's it's a good hug. You know what? Actually, you can tell, Link, that it's weaker than the average. His whole yeah. heart's not <gasps> in it. He's a little oh, disappointed. My side, too. 
Yeah. Just a couple, oh, just a couple yeah. hover hands, just a weird Aww. like couple people at a comic con talking to somebody who was in Buffy, just like with just like light contact, brief incidental contact. Yep. it's like an obligation. It's like never go to bed angry. Never Normal say watches this hug, hug and he shakes his head and like whispers to Scary, "That's not a good hug." <laughs> what would you know about it? What? <laughs> Fuck scary God. <laughs> okay. You drive back, I assume, to the portal? Yeah, yeah I guess we gotta drop him off. The pool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. We're becoming more dad-like every single day. <laughs> okay. And he points the direction to where the church of the doodler says it is, and he just says, just keep going down this road. And then it's basically it's gonna slowly turn into a hill and get like almost vertical, but just keep going. And uh the, the church will be at the top of the hill. And good luck. You'll be um, fine. There's nothing. I mean, good luck. I love you very much. And he jumps out of the van. Oh, Dad? Yeah, what's, sorry, he doesn't jump out of the van. <laughs> so, um, just quick. Yeah, I love you too. Weird question. Do you love yourself? He jumps out of the van. <laughs> <laughs> and you lose sight of him. Oh. I assume you drive to, to the church. We're listening to Take Me to Church by Hozier. <laughs> this song means a lot to me right now. I wish I could go to church. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Link's a homeschool kid who really loves church. Aww. You can draw whatever consequences you wish from that. Okay, so you drive to the Church of the Doodler as described by Grant. It is down a long, lonely road bathed in darkness. A boulevard of broken dreams, if you yes. will. <laughs> you only slowly start to realize that you're rising in elevation as the ground gets steeper and steeper beneath you, but the cat has no problem dealing with that. You find things a little bit harder to breathe because you must be up actually pretty high, and the shape of the doodler is getting closer and closer to you, and it's having a worse and worse effect on your mental health. It is getting more and more anxiety-inducing as you feel the undulating scaly but slimy but furry but indescribable exterior of the doodler's ass all right guys gear up we all pull out fidget cubes <laughs> <laughs> guys this is having a really bad effect on my mental health i just thought y'all should know i'm not doing well oh, oh. i'm sorry to hear that scary geez yeah. try fidgeting harder take my fidget cube i can just grit out my anxiety <laughs> and i give you my fidget cube and i just clench my fists and grind my teeth yeah cool now mark that you were twice as mentally ill as scary as god damn it <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> The idea that Scary would be pissed off by that is very yes. I've been dethroned. <laughs> Scary just going no while she spins two fidget spins. <laughs> the cat comes to a halt outside of what looks to be like an old cathedral whose spire is so tall that it looks to be piercing the flesh of Whoa. the doodler itself. But the place where the spire meets the doodler's flesh, you can't focus on it too hard because it makes you nauseous and because it doesn't make sense. It's not close enough to pierce it, but it definitely is, but it's not, but it is. And it's very upsetting. It's like a magic eye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As you approach the door, you see a plaque on the front of it that is over the closed door that has the symbol and acronym of the Department for the Acquisition, Destruction, <gasps> Deployment, and Investigation of Extra Normal Stuff on it. And it has a note that says, it's closed. <laughs> oh. Dash Ron. Dash Ron? <laughs> oh, guys, we're late. Oh, some guy named Ron closed this place. As you say that, you hear like the sound of buttons clicking behind you. And what looks like a kid in like a soccer tee playing what looks to be like a single player version of Fortnite on a phone walks past you and he goes, move son. And he moves you aside link and what? he just what? touches the door and the door opens 
And he goes, oh, ugh, ugh. As he looks down at his body and realizes that this is your dad, Grant, and he is reversed to the age he was. He goes, there's a lot of like extra psychic energy. Like, I mean, you see, you know, right? And he points at you. Look, look at yourselves. And as you turn and look at each other, you see things that do not make sense. When you look at Link, you see a large beer gutted baseball cap wearing stay at home sports dad with a beer. (gasps) When they look at scary they see a mustachioed, no-pants-having businessman. Don't look at me, I'm hideous. <laughs> when they look at normal, they see a crunchy, munchy, granola druid dad. When you look at Taylor, you see a rock and roll bard dad. Uh, what about Hermie? When you look at Hermie, you see a creature wearing a fedora who seems slightly non euclidean <gasps> to your eyes. And then he goes, yeah, what's go? What's going on, everyone? You guys all look old. As you say that, as you say you, you guys look old, some of the memories of what's happened in this location begin to seep back into your brain. And you remember being Daryl Wilson, Link Lee Wilson's grandfather. You remember coming here with your friends, Ron and Glenn and Henry, coming here to try to close this place off. All the hope you had that this could be the final stand where you would defeat the Doodler once and for all. You hold those memories in the same brain with which you hold your current identity as young Lincoln Lee Wilson, as, and as all of you do. The memories of your grandparents being in this place hover within the soup of your mind as the doors open and you see the interior of the Church of the Doodler. And you are filled with both the sense that everything is going to be all right and the sense that, uh, not today. There was a time when you could read between the lines You know that you never brought down They never brought you down Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Dungeons & Dice is brought to you this week by Blue Nile. Buy I'm tired jewelry. of living in a state of denial. I gotta get engaged. <laughs> it's time to get married, everybody. Yeah. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a gift. It's probably pretty good. One would hope. And you get to see the look on their face when they open it. The, the hard part, finding the right piece. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you from buying the ring you want now while you're waiting to find the man that you need. Later, Later, right? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. absolutely what I should be doing. <laughs> yeah, just buy the ring you want now. Figure out yeah. how to get the perfect piece at the best price, Bath. BlueNile.com. Thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below retail. Wish I could find thousands retail. of independently graded men. Am I right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> peace of mind well. with every purchase. You ain't getting that on Hinge. With some of the highest quality standards in the industry, not even Raya can keep up with that. Whether you want to uh, make a you classic know they say about statement. online dating, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. <laughs> Whether you may want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet. That's a... White gold white. cocaine? A tennis bracelet? Ooh. 
Like in, like in Challengers? Like in Challengers, oh, yep. fuck yes. <laughs> or maybe... Just like in Challengers. Yep. Sapphire yep. diamond hoop earrings? <laughs> Let's start by fighting one guy before... No, I need to. Too. <laughs> and they need to make out with each other, too. Blue Nile Jewelry Experts can help you find the perfect gift for... What is it? A thruple situation? What is it? Is it Jules and Jim? Like, what is Challengers? What was it? It's kind of like a, a combative thruple. Yeah. Oh, my God. The dream, right? Yeah. What jewelry will I need to buy to make the two boys kiss? Uh, well, you know, you can ask Blue Nile's experts because they're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. What are some expected or unexpected challenges you might encounter when shopping for jewelry gifts? Well, first and foremost, when you have two tennis players vying yes. for your attention and <laughs> you're trying to make sizes. them... ring sizes. Yep, multiple sizing, different tastes. You want to make them jealous of each other. Yes. And you want to recreate that famous scene in Challengers when Zendaya holds up an engagement ring and goes, which whatever you kiss is best. I give this <laughs> And the two boys kiss each other. Blue, Blue Nile. Nile. And also, while they're kissing each other in your hotel room, you can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile <laughs> also offers a diamond price match guarantee. They might be locking lips and tonguing each other, but, but you're you can not locked there, into a bad deal. You're not locked into a bad deal. That's right, Ben. Hell yeah. And just in case. Holy shit. 30 day returns. That's a big 3 0, aka a finished set in tennis. Shop Blue Nile today. You're going to love, love these rings. <laughs> Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler go to bluenile.com today that's bluenile.com dungeons and dice is brought to you this week by pretty litter it's springtime Meow. get your Baby. dick up oh sorry that's oh, what? What? nope not this no sorry, sorry we got so many ads pretty that's litter right. is- pretty litter is delivered in discreet packages <laughs> discreet <laughs> packaging and it smells nice rather it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix it's ultra-absorbent, lightweight, low-dust. One six-pound bag works right for the month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. And Unfortunately, the red pill. No one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You have yeah. to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. Look at, Look at that. Pretty litter also ships free. You think that's piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty litter ships free right to my door. They'll have that big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. Have to my cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. Ah! <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. <laughs> yeah. 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 I hate this pe- litter box. One time it's the like- smell. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Just like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. it. Gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health, especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's <gasps> not bad. Me? Yeah. Well, yeah, last time I got Pretty Litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So you see that the others around you have taken on what looked to be the images of your grandparents when they were younger. You probably saw your grandparents a little bit when you were on the younger side. I've decided that the players will get to determine what happened to their grandparents. I will not decide for you by fiat. (gasps) And to be clear, I look like 
Glenn. Not and you look like Glenn. I mean, nobody recognizes the person they're looking at because they don't know Glenn is. Fucking cool middle-aged <laughs> man in the room. But yeah. yeah, when you say younger, do you mean like I'm Daryl as like a teen or Daryl as no, like sorry. the age Darryl of season Daryl is one? in the age we ended season one on plus okay. a few years. Okay. Like when you saw your granddad, your oh, granddad okay. looked like a granddad, like yeah. an old guy. So he's like 6'3 now and he's like 140 so he fucking built. <laughs> <laughs> the, he's in a supermodel phase, if I remember correctly, is what we had talked about. Sure. Oh, yeah. Next to each of you, you see spectral forms of figures that reach up about to your chest or maybe a little bit higher <gasps> uh, that look to be ghostly images of your own dads when they were teens. So Lark, Sparrow, Nick, and Grant. Yeah, except for Team, Grant. Like Grant is corporeal because Grant's actually here. Yes, and the rest of them are like ghosts. Are like golden shimmery ghosts. When we talk, what do we sound like? When you talk, both voices come out in this moment. Whoa, Whoa who, who are, are these, these guys? guys? So Grant hears both Ron and Scary's voice come out of this version of Ron Scary that he's seeing. And he goes, oh, right, there's a problem. There's a way. Wait, to- I want to say something, something too. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you two sound pretty similar, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was told you, I sounded, I sounded like, 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 like Grandpa Henry. Wait, Scary, is that you? Is that you? Are, are, you are you in there? there? Yes, yes, loser, it's me. It's me. This, this is going to be really, really hard, hard to edit with all the crosstalk. That's why Grant goes like, oh, yeah, we stashed something last day we're here. So he puts his Fortnite phone away and like still slouched over, walks over to a loose brick on the outside of the church and yanks it out and he pulls out what looks like a thermostat. He goes, okay, this is the timestat. We built this. Let me see. And he turned. <laughs> he holds it out to you. Probably me. Probably you. Yeah, his son. I'm his son, father. So, yeah. So, he <laughs> So he hands thanks, it son. to you. He goes, here's son, dad. Dad. Wait, wait. dad. Thanks, hey, thanks, son. Dad. Sorry. Sorry, dad, son. Sorry, uh, son. Yeah. Dad. Uh, uh, and he hands it to you, and he says, you twist it forward. You'll turn into yourself. You twist it backward. You'll get to access the memories of your grandpa, my dad. Oh. Uh, and you can sort of switch wait. back and forth between them as you, so, as you want. I mean... And now I'm Daryl. <laughs> me. <laughs> Daryl. Stop. You're freaking me out. It works for everybody as a oh. group. Oh, sorry, everybody. Woohoo! I'm turning back and forth. <laughs> yeah, you see yourselves get really big, really small, really big, really small. I turn back to we're all us. Define us. Season two, us. Season two. Us. Okay. It's, yes, there's, there's literally a little doubt that says one and two on it. <laughs> Woo! Wait, Dad, where are you? Are you dad? Yeah, so when you turn to two, Grant turns into your adult dad, Grant. And he so goes, he gets bigger. <laughs> Yeah, he does. <laughs> he goes, we he goes, get rip, smaller, rip, he gets smaller. It's, yeah, it's like... Uh, he almost throws up, and a piece <laughs> yeah. of gum falls out of his mouth. Oh, no! no! saving that! It's still There's good. There's a fly it's still in good. it. It's still in my saliva. It's still good. <laughs> let it go, man. Let it go. <sighs> Indiana, let it go. So Grant says, yeah, sorry. I, uh, when you tried to drop me off at the... Uh, I just snuck back on. I did a roll, and I rolled really well, and I snuck back onto the pussy wagon. Okay, well, great. So you start this adventure with a lie. So cool, good. yeah. Like, nothing we could have done would have prevented you from doing that. That's great, yeah. I could have rolled worse. Your dad's a real loose cannon. So wait, what does this do? Like, why wouldn't we turn this, we turn into grandpa? The church is a lot of really powerful, nascent psychic energy from its connection with the doodler. A cult built this a while ago, and we sort of infiltrated it because they were talking to the doodler. And the so, foul taint of the warp? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, and basically, you can use the thermostat to try to filter out some of those psychic energies to focus on just what's happening right now or to focus on the things that happened here uh, so, long ago. So, so it's so, like a little psychic energy tuner. Yeah, basically. You can sort of re-experience, re-remember, relive the events that happened here back when I was a kid as your grandparents. You told us... There is nothing here. This is not nothing. <laughs> this, this is basically I nothing. I believe I rolled an insight check and this is I huge. was yeah. not told that there was a cool thermostat that would turn me into my grandfather. Yeah. Only here, though. It's only going to work here. It's not that yeah, useful. This, like, I consider this nothing. Yeah, I mean, this guy wasn't even my grandpa. This, this guy is like my step-step-grandpa. That's true. How do you yeah. feel about that? I don't know. I heard he died. Really? 
Well, I mean, oh. I guess that happens to everybody. I mean, it's not like someone you know, so I guess it's not that big a deal. I'd say I'm sorry, but well, I mean, Brandy, you've been kind of mean to me lately, so I'm not really feeling like I need to extend a lot of, you know... I think you should be sorry for me. Like, who oh, knows, sorry. he could have been a really great guy. By the looks of it, he wasn't, but, like, he well, could have been cool. And now I'm really hurting, so thanks a lot, Norm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm slowly yeah. turning the thermostat so you're turning into your grandparents as you're talking. <laughs> I feel like, as a note, this sound design should be the THX noise. <laughs> and it goes backwards and forwards, depending <laughs> on which direction in time we're going. All we know is that there's something in here, maybe, that Mr. S, we have some told about the guy, that, uh-huh. you know, there's something in here that can help us, so let's go check it out. Oh, yeah, but first, why? And I point straight to my dad. Did you come here? You said there's nothing here, and you're supposed to go back? <laughs> Explain to me, sir, what you're doing. Link, why are you back here? Link, toggle the thing so that you have advantage over him. Yeah, I get tall, I turn into Daryl. So I think the and way it works small, is right? it, does, it yeah, doesn't he gets just, small. When you do that, he gets small and you get yeah, big. Yeah, look no, who's does, a big guy now, huh? Does it send us back in time or does it just no. turn us into, okay. It, it just turns you into a, a version. Visual. Basically, the, the memories are floating around in the ether like motes of dust in the light. It's like Assassin's you are, Creed. We're inhabiting the body, but if we get too far from the memories, perhaps it'll go away. Yeah, something. it'll desynchronize. <laughs> you have to restart the mission. It's weird that when I get older, I get shorter. I feel like such a loser. Ew. And you also, yeah, you have access to the personalities and memories of your grandparents when you were in grandparents. Son, yeah, or, you tell or him, dad, man. there's too much actual love and happiness for you in this body, so I'm going to turn back to me because I'm still I, I'm still angry Wait, at no, you. Wait, no, 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 I'm still so cool. <laughs> okay, as you turn back, normal in Henry's body realizes that Henry was chewing a piece of gum on his adventure. <laughs> and it. as he turns back, he spits it out of his mouth and, and then as it. normal, catches it and puts it in his mouth. <laughs> He's like, I've been chewing this piece of gum for for 30 years. <laughs> You've already won. Yeah, you win, man. So why are you here? Grant goes like, why am I here? A, to protect you, obviously. And then, I mean, to, you know, get the sun back. What? To, no, uh, what? Yeah, he said to get the sun back. We yeah. heard it. Okay, well then why'd you ask what? Okay, well, the well goat- maybe he meant like son, like you, like oh my and, god, and I'm like doing back. the there's dumb not, I mean, thoughts there's... that this guy had. <laughs> I'm saying all the dumb things that come to my mind, uh, son, I son. Feel, I feel like I'm two people at once, and my memories are merging, and I'm so cool. <laughs> I'm so cool. Ah, whoa. Grant <laughs> says like, yeah. I mean, if you want to find, there's a nexus point where you can feel the doodler's thoughts. They they basically built the church around that point. It's it's like a, a little throne in the center of the church. You can go see that. You can see there's nothing here, and then we can bounce. What happens when you sit on it? When you sit on it, you can sort of see into the doodler's mind for a second, and it hurts a lot, and it can drive you crazy. Last time I was here, I mean, well, you'll see when we go in, so I can show you rather than tell you. But <laughs> Dang, I forgot Grant worked as a video game writer and knew <laughs> good environmental storytelling. This sounds like some environmental storytelling. Yeah, you might find some audio logs inside. Um, I mean, if you want to go in, you can go in. I'll come with you. Or I can wait in the car, whatever you want. Yeah, why? Why? Because the cult of the dude, there was not a lot of cool people. Somebody might have found a way to get back in, or, or there could be dangerous things in here. Like, you, I thought you might need help. Hey, teen, teen huddle. Yeah, all right, what's up? Okay. Or, yeah, we'll do a teen huddle. <laughs> teen huddle. Um, I don't really trust my dad right now. Like, should we just send it's, him back? I mean, he's the only one who knows really what's going on, which is probably an argument to keep him around. But we if need we to believe what he's saying. That's but Willie's back point. there, and like the other dads are there, and he's going to try to take the sun. And like, I've got an idea. All right, hear me out. So for one, I do think he's not trustworthy, but sometimes it's better to keep an eye on someone you don't mm-hmm. trust than to yeah you know, keep your enemies close and your friend. I don't oh, remember. Yeah, that. we can keep an eye on him for one, okay. and then here's what I think. I think we tell him we're going to leave the sun back at the cat bus, but really we bring the sun with us in my uh, backpack, and that way, if he runs away to go steal the sun. We'll still have it. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's pretty smart. I mean, I think he's going to know we have the sun, but we can 
try to. Well, what do you think? Uh, I was just thinking we should just kick his stupid mean butt back home. Wait, wait, wait. I happen to have a certain companionship with our feline mode of transport. What if we have the cat hold him under its paw the whole time? <laughs> oh. Like a mouse. Okay. That's, yeah, sure. Yeah. That's true, because if we let him go, like, then we, he's probably just going to sneak back. We know we can't trust him to go leave if we tell him to go leave, and I'm not going to go all the way back to drop him off myself. That said, he might have, like, context about whatever we see in there. Not that true. I believe him or anything. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, we'll do this. Dad? Uh-huh. Okay, so here's, here's what's going to happen. After this conversation, this is going to be the last time I talk to you for a bit. Whoa. Uh, well, yeah, you didn't respect my space. I said uh, you needed to go home and we need space, but it seems like practically it's useful to have you here. And I'm part of a team now. That's right. A different team, a different family, you might say, that uh, respects each other and listens to each other and follows the rules. Is that what you do? Yeah. Yeah. We were. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. Okay. Yeah, I, sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't think I would say that out loud. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Like, yeah. Some of my nascent teenage self coming through there. So, <laughs> so uh, you're going to come along with us. Uh, I'm only going to talk to you through normal. Okay, uh, great. Yeah. And so I can seems... talk to my dad. Your yeah, dad. You, I get to talk to a dad. Good luck with that. <laughs> and um, yeah, I hope you respect my space because you haven't uh, recently, not now. You're not going to get the sun. And if you try to get the sun, I mean, we don't believe in timeout in our family, but we'll, you're going to be in trouble. Dad, your your son, me, uh-huh. uh, Link, uh, sure. said all that stuff that Link just said. Uh, okay. And, uh, you know, maybe you should tell Link that you're proud of him. Maybe you'd like to hear that. Uh, Link, uh, I am, pr- well, sorry. A normal, could you tell Link, your brother, that I am proud of him? Link, uh, Mm -hmm. Grant said to me, I am proud of you. Okay, well, I want you to tell Dad. Oh, my God. I know, I know, this is annoying. Just tell Dad, one, uh, of course I know he's proud of me. It's not like a single fight changes that. Uh, Two, stop using positive reinforcement to like try to change the topic. And then also tell him not to indulge you in your fantasy of being his actual son. I look at Grant and say, thanks, Dad. And I say, <laughs> Where we're going, do you think we should, we all like look like big old mean adults? Well, I look taller when I'm like this. Okay. But I guess I feel like, I don't know. There's something about me that felt like a strong businessman or something <laughs> when I, like the other. I say we roll in like this. We come in fresh. If we need the wisdom of our ancestors, we can okay. switch yeah. over. That's true. We can always like use like a like a cool like we go into one room and come out as adults. Like, whoa, what happened? Like to them. Like, yeah. So who? Not, who would be saying? Well, I don't know. There's pressing. maybe somebody in the church. I'm just saying. Like, we we keep our tricks ah, overseas. You're saying you're saying that we oh, have a multiple. I see. Yeah. Yeah. If we need, yes, yeah. a do-over possibility okay. as older yeah. people. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We can essentially buy a lottery ticket twice. <laughs> we double. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Holy shit! Is there is there a, is there a place we can buy? All right, I walk towards the dungeon. I walk towards we the tower. Okay, so you open the door to the Church of the Doodler. And we all look like Aragorn doing it? Yeah, all of you line up <laughs> side by side next to the door and try to do the Aragorn push, which doesn't work because some of you are going to be on the edges, so you can't, like, put your arms out that far. All right, let's all do it one by one. <laughs> okay. One at a time. Yeah, okay, so one by one, you Aragorn push open the door. Yes. Uh, roll performance. Yeah, if you want to roll performance, see how, see how good it looks Aragorn when you Aragorn. That's a 12, pretty middling. Not bad. I got an 8. Uh, not great. I got a seven. Or even worse. The worst one yet. <laughs> Scary gets her pinky caught in the door again. Oh! <laughs> I, got, I, got a, I got a 19. Ooh, oh, shit. Shit. The spitting image of Vigo. Oh, no. The spitting of I'm Vigo. I'm so tall that the other three are stumbling like underneath my wingspan like, as I do it. <laughs> yeah, the camera pans down. It's just, yeah, 
yeah, it turns out you got a little help. Yeah, yeah you look like Gandalf of the Hobbits. Um, <laughs> so when you enter the church, immediately you get dizzy because the ceiling is way too fucking high for how big the church oh, is. Oh, finally the ceiling tall enough for this guy. <laughs> you cannot see the, the terminal point of the ceiling. <laughs> And the inside is much like a church that you might have experienced, you know, in your childhood. If any of you went they to church, to which I kind of exercise me. Yeah. Whoa, really? Um, I was so badass as a child. No, I'm lying. Did you vomit pea soup on? Oh, I the- wish. You could still do that. It's just like a church, except there are black sort of tendrils, slimy tendrils coming oh. down from the very top that sort of slowly seem to be snaking down and dripping viscous fluid onto the ground. Just like the Bible says. <laughs> as you. No, I've never read it. <laughs> As you continue through the foyer of well, the church, tentacles. We know see, what they mean in anime. You see uh, some corpses <laughs> littering the ground. Of, oh, God. Uh, oh, God. Some basically people in, in robes, some gray robes Taylor's with gonna, wild looks in their eyes. Taylor's going to poke one of these with his finger. All right. Go ahead and give me a perception or investigation, investigation. or poke. 19 Poke. plus 5, 24. Okay. So you can tell these corpses have been here for at least 20 years, if not more. Hey, Taylor, like, leans over and, like, just... <laughs> and he turns to the group and is like, these corpses have been here for at least 20 years or more. This is one of the skills I've developed, is I can smell corpses until the time of death. I've been training this as a child ever since... Well, as a child. And then I, look, I find dead things and I smell them and I can tell how old they are. Wow, cool, metal. Actually. Hey, uh, Normal, can you ask my dad if maybe if we turned the dial, if we would see how these people died or something? Like, is that how this thing works? Like- hey, uh, Grant, I mean, Dad, if we turn the dial, will that mean that we can see how people died? Is that how this works? I said that right, right? Yeah, that's okay, good. Cool. Yeah. Let me know what he says. Okay. <laughs> Link, yes. Yes, that's how it will work. We'll zoom back. Just watch here. And he le- yes, that's how it'll work. Oh, <laughs> we'll you. tell that. Okay. We can zoom back and here, here. Just watch. It's like, and okay. he leans over and just. No, nope, no. Nope, it's uh, in my pocket. Uh, excuse me, okay. sir. Tell him. Tell my dad to <laughs> keep his hands where I can see them, but not reaching towards me. Because I saw that, but I don't. Just don't touch me. <laughs> Le- uh, tell. Link says keep your hands where okay, he can no, see I got them. It. I heard him. It's okay. Okay, everybody get ready. I'm going to. You want to see what happened to these Fools. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm like slowly turning the dial. All right. And you feel your body slowly morphing and you see spectral versions of the corpses on the ground. The corpses on the ground in front of you are corporeal and you see these golden shimmering sort of spectral memory versions of them sort of almost like reversing up from death like you're scrubbing through a video timeline. One of the cultists on the ground, because again, you're going from reverse, sort of leaps onto your back and is trying to choke you from behind Link Daryl. Ah, uh, I stop it. Is it frozen in midair? Have you like finished? No, no, the- I'm like halfway through. Once okay, he jumped yeah. on me, I just like paused. Okay. So yeah, you pause it and then yeah, you, you, you sort of reach at it, but your hand goes through nothing because this is oh. the memory of it. So oh, that's you're- freaky. Yeah, it's not real, man. Okay. Well, it's yeah, like you ghosts. didn't get jumped at. <laughs> you, I have memories of this ride where oh. there's ghosts, but they're not really ghosts. And you get yeah. on like a doom buggy. Oh. Yeah, it's like one of those. Is that right. real? Oh, yeah. One could follow us home. I keep turning it. Uh, you keep turning oh. it. You see one of the cultists gets back up and is facing away from Ron Scary, not seeming to realize that Ron Scary is there. You see another one stand up and vines basically come up from the ground and start attacking it and constricting it in place while you see normal Henry extend his arm towards them. You basically see the middle of a fight in reverse motion. And when you complete your turn all the way to the one on the thermostat for season one, 
Um, <laughs> in that moment, you re- you remember being in this fight as Daryl and Glenn and Ron and Henry. You remember these cultists attacking you as you tried to peacefully negotiate with them to get through and the fight that ensued. You can just describe what you did. You don't have to roll for it. You just describe it. Henry turns to Daryl and says, Daryl, you had to just go in swinging again, huh? You just had to get in there. You know, I had him on the ropes. I was going to tell them, you know, that we should all get along. I had some great Deepak Chopra quotes ready to go. Daryl just tosses his second axe to Henry and just ignores him and just keeps swinging. He's like, hey, not now, buddy. We can talk about the way that this should have happened uh, when we're done with this. Uh, I hear you. Feedback appreciated, but now's not the time. All right. I'm swinging. You cleave through one of the cultists with ease. One jumps onto your back. Henry, watch out! He's about to get killed, and Daryl saves Henry's life. (laughs) (laughs) An axe over his head. Hey, buddy, we can do an argument next time. Whoa, Glenn! And another guy's about to kill Glenn, and Daryl goes, another axe! And goes over Glenn's head, and And then gets him. And and I look at Ron dead in the eye, and I go, like, Ron, Voltron team up? Sure. And then Wait. Ron, watch out for that cliff. Oh, and no. Ron stumbles and I reach my hand out. And I pick up and I grab Ron. All right. And then you throw Ron on No one except for Matt has to roll <laughs> to describe what you do. Ron jumps on my shoulders and we form like a, essentially this part in RRR where they're all standing on each other's shoulders. Yeah. And we're doing just, we're doing all of that. Like I'm leaning back and swinging Ron around. And Ron's like, wee. <laughs> flinging business cards like ninja stars. And then uh, Henry just smiles and he's like, my boys. Henry, in negotiation, they're supposed to meet us halfway and I cut a guy in half. <laughs> <laughs> so you see uh, lined up against the wall also, you see your kids, Grant and Lark and Sparrow. I turn and- the bleeding battle axe and on one side of the battle axe there's a picture of Carol and Grant. <laughs> And I go, I'll be back soon. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're against the wall. They're with you there, physically. I turn around and be like, I'll be back soon. <laughs> I know. And you turn to Grant, and Grant is strangling one of the cultists. He goes, yeah, I know, Dad. I've got it handled. Yeah, you don't have to say you'll be back. I'm watching you. And he, the fucking cultist's eyes are bugging out, and Grant just completely heartlessly just fucking closing his windpipe. And then Glenn looks over and calls out to Grant. It's like, I taught him everything he knows. <laughs> and then Ron shouts, I taught him everything he knows. <laughs> and so Terry shouts got- out, I taught him everything he knows. <laughs> Sure did, kiddo. Love you so much. I'm emotionally available now. (laughs) And while cleaving through three cultists simultaneously, I go, I love that you three friends help teach my son everything he knows. I appreciate you guys. That's right. It takes a village. It takes a village, Daryl, to raise a family. Let's get back to killing this village. Let's get back to killing this whole village together. This is literally my worst nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) That we would spend a half a second with these dads and be like, whoops, he's the one. Was way better. Oh no! Um, They've also turned to kill. You successfully kill I all. I thirst the, for blood. <laughs> you successfully kill all the cultists. Your kids a little bit older than when the doodler was first revealed on Earth. Than, I use sneak attack. I used it now. <laughs> you got the extra damage die. You fucking slit a uh, cultist's throat with ease. Did so much damage to him, it died. Terry's like, great job, Ron. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Love you so much. I'm emotionally available now. Yeah, you can stop saying that. <laughs> you say it all the time. Well, it's kind of like his catchphrase, you know? It's a weird catchphrase. Hey, you don't get to pick your catchphrases. You really do. Glenn, that'd be a great catchphrase for you. It is my catchphrase, I'm actually. I'm trying to work on one where I'm just like, nice. Glenn points to his shirt on his back, and it's a quote. It says, you don't get to pick your catchphrases, and underneath Glenn close. Daryl goes, good parenting, Ron, and he tosses you a brew that is 
is Ron and Daryl's brewery that they started together. <laughs> and it's called the Sneak Attack IPA. I go, this one's for you. <laughs> the Sneaky Goliath the or sneaky whatever. Goliath. <laughs> Six pounds of hops. <laughs> <laughs> I love the only beer you can chew. <laughs> this is an IPA, an interesting person award. Idiot. Wait, what happens to Hermie? Anthony's playing with the Hermie figurine, and it's reminded me that Hermie's oh, yeah, in this yeah. Her- with us. You don't see Hermie. You see what looks to be a slightly non-Euclidean form that's wearing a fedora what? with pointy ears. And it's going, whoa, you guys got real violent real quick, didn't you? That's my boys. I love my boys. Say, how's my boyfriend doing? Have you have you called him recently, Glenn? My boyfriend, your brother? What? <laughs> <laughs> and your phone rings, and you look at your phone, Glenn, and it says, King of Hell. And it's got a picture of your brother, Jody. Just oh, hey, sorry, of, guys. I gotta take this. Jody's Satan now. Jody runs hell. <laughs> Wait, and he's dating? And he's dating Scam like Scam Hermes actually. Hermes their offspring. Hermes their son, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, so much canon being a sound right now. And I pick up the phone, and I go, this is, uh... David Jones answering for Glenn Close. Jody goes, hey, what's up, idiot? Please hold for Glenn. Yeah, I I know it's you, Glenn. Hey, hey, what's up, man? That was my assistant. Oh, right, your assistant, yeah. (laughs) Impersonation. Oh, (laughs) look at you, bards. Look at you go. Look, have you gotten to the center of the cult yet? Did you figure out what the doodler wants? More importantly, how can we kill it? Glenn's doing that thing in like a Zorro movie where it's like the person swinging a sword and he's like dodging each one. He's like, oh, we're kind of in the busy uh, uh, fighting off some of the cultists right now. Uh. What? Oh, okay, fine. Well, look, just call me back when you're done killing those cultists, okay? You know what? Actually, I'll call you back because if you do kill them, they're just going to pop up here anyway. All dead and shit. Oh, and do me a favor, tell Scam actually that I love him. Hey, yeah. that Scam. Hey, Glenn. Wait, is that Ron? Ask Jody if he still wants to go in on our business ACAB beer, all cops are beer. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Jimmy, Jody would probably be like, I don't fully believe that all cops are bad. I'm a highway patrolman and somehow slightly different. Somehow, I guess. Okay, so yeah, you dispatch the cultists. I turn it back. Uh, okay, so you immediately, Whoa. your bodies morph again. Your dad gets bigger, you get... Bigger also, because you're, <laughs> you're so tall. And uh, immediately the corpses go back and your memories are back to just being yours and not that of your grandparents. Well, our granddads were cool as fuck. Yeah, that was a lot of violence. I don't they know. Did all this. Grant's like, yeah, they had a much clearer sort of goal. Their archetypes were a lot more clearly defined. <laughs> yeah, they seem to like know themselves in a way that I never will. You felt like really one dimensional, just kind of swinging things around and killing people. Yeah, the kind yeah of- people seem to like that though. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of friends. Um, the way is pretty much open to the um, so, throne of the so Doodler. What were you, you guys know. trying to do here? Like, what were you attacking? We knew that these cultists had found a way to communicate with the Doodler, and we thought that if we could sort of get inside the Doodler's head, we could find out a way to kill it or what it wanted and a way to get rid of it. And did, did you? you? Well, you could see what happened if you want to zip back, because you're not going to believe me because my own son thinks that I lied. Right, well, I mean, I did, I did lie to you a couple times. You all ready to go in again? It's pretty Let's wild. Go in. <clears throat> yeah. All right. You zoom back. There's a closed door that you open after killing the cultist. So now that door is actually open in both timelines. In current timeline, season two timeline, you see a baby. (gasps) Not unlike the baby that you initially met slash fought slash ran away Uh from when you first got inducted into daddy's. It is standing there with an upright adult posture, its hands behind its back, just waiting. Other than the fact that it's wearing a diaper and a mask covering its face. 
it seems to just be waiting patiently for you. Hello. Hey, hey, little guy. It's just a baby. It, like the T-1000, starts sprinting towards you. It's meaty, wet, baby, disgusting feet flopping and hitting the ground. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Close the door. Close the door. Close the door. Normal narrows his eyes and says, we meet again, old friend. <laughs> and I charge straight at it. Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by him. Boing. Boing. <laughs> your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. What is? Wait, what? Why was it if your sex life is not important and you're pretty free? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you may not have the time to go to the doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction, but through HIMS, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. The dream. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand-name okay. treatments Hello. like Viagra, or generic alternatives worth the 95% cheaper. Do they have Flintstone versions? Wish I had I'm a generic alternative sure. to my wife. I'm pretty sure that Hanna-Barbera Dude, I want whatever Barney Rubble's eating. That, guy, <laughs> that guy's got to go You see, oh, they got man. so much energy that they can drive a car with their feet. <laughs> the process dude, is Barney simple. Barney was punching above his weight limit. Like 100%. That's true. He didn't skip leg day, dude. He had thighs, dog. Barney could grip me between his thighs any day of the week. Time the process is like, simple. It's a living. <laughs> process simple. 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor visits. Answer a series of questions on their site. The medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. If ED is getting used Dude, out. Dude, Barney probably wears that, just like that long shirt so that he could just like roll it up at any time. His <laughs> dick is right there. Oh That's God. why he's wearing that long shirt. It's time you join the hundreds of thousands of trusted him subscribers to get treatment. <laughs> Start your free online visit today at hims.com slash daddies. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash daddies for your personalized ED treatment options. Hims.com slash daddies. Get as hard as the Stone Age. <laughs> Hardness nice. are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals and then automatically invests your money for you. You ever seen a big squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, Beth, I felt like a big squirrel when I was using Acorns when I was squirreling away my paycheck money away into investments. It was very easy, very easy to use. The Rock uses sometimes, it. The Rock yeah, uses sometimes it. Sometimes I see a squirrel so big, I'm like, is that dangerous? <laughs> uh, Acorns was great because I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about how the stock market works. It made it very, very simple. It was a very simplified way of getting into it. It divides things up, and the portfolios that are pre-built are just like, yeah, sound portfolios. Mm. Head to acorns.com slash dungeons or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Clients' testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote a few important disclosures at acorns.com slash dungeons. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Broker services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. 
so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. All right, so it leaps onto you, and it opens its mouth, and you see that the mask is like a Batman cow where its mouth is still exposed. So it opens its mouth, its bright, shining, glittering teeth, and it goes, mm, mm. And it leans in and it bites you on the chest as if it's going to nurse and you feel its teeth rip through your flesh. And then you hear a suckling noise. Oh, yeah. I want to see what happens to the baby if I turn it. You turn the timestat and you go back to looking like your grandparents. And you see that back when they came in here, they were also fighting this same baby. Whoa. Um, Except this version of the baby is not wearing a mask. And it... Just like what happened in, in the present tense, it attacked and leapt onto Henry and started clawing at Henry and biting at his, oh, his chest. Oh, that's I always told Mercedes Oak Garcia, I wish that I could breastfeed our children like she did, but this is much more painful than I thought it would be. Ow, ow, ow. I turn it back to so that we're teens again. And then I want to charge and kick the baby off of. Okay, give me an athletics or an attack roll or whatever Dude, you like. Kick it in its baby back ribs. <laughs> that's great. What's incredible is that, Matt, you can choose back. If you want to do like foot-based attacks, you should be young version. And if you want like throwing football-based attacks. Oh, that's right. Just switch around. Well, either You're whichever... sort of an army of two. <laughs> Damn. Solo army of two. Well, not funny. <laughs> Will. William. Incredible. Um, it doesn't matter which sort of attack I was doing because I rolled a one. Okay. So you... Wait, go back in time and re-roll the attack. <laughs> so you just kick normal in the face really fucking hard oh, with your cleats. Oh, God. Ow. Why Can I roll for damage? That? Yes, please. One damage. <laughs> okay, so it didn't hurt that much, but you definitely take some fucking it hurt emotionally. Some skin yeah. off his nose. Yeah, you feel he feels like you were brothers, and then you immediately turned on him and kicked him in the fucking so face. So this is what it's like when brother <laughs> fights against brother. So Scary yeah. help. Maybe I'll have some cooler weapons as the other dude. <laughs> <laughs> I toss it to you. All right, this seems like a good idea. I'll give this uh, to control. To <laughs> death. <laughs> to scary. I toss you the time of stat. I go zoop back to Ron. Oh, that's great there. I have my intense uh, fish-o-rama fishing reel that can grab people and pull them away mm-hmm. from things. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to cast that. Get it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And then uh, I'm going to roll. Yeah, give me a roll for that. No, I'm rolling on the ground as Ron. (laughs) In a very cool way. I got a 15. Okay, so the 15, you hook your fishing rod into the back of the diaper of the baby, kind of like a Coppertone girl. You're the dog. Um, (laughs) And uh, you pull the baby away, and it's still got its teeth hooked into Henry's chest, and it, like, stretches a little bit. Its teeth are fucking holding on tight. Finally, the pain of motherhood. Uh, (laughs) The baby's just getting fucking pulled back, and it rips off, and some of the fucking chest flesh comes with it. But it is is separated, and now it's running towards you and chasing towards you. Normal just vividly remembers that one time when he was at the pool with Grandpa Henry, and he asked Grandpa Henry why he only had one nipple, and then, like, (laughs) Grandpa Henry just went real dark for a second and then just, like, shook his head and changed the subject. So never have kids. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wouldn't the baby be dangling from the, like, a fish? Well, I mean, it's pretty heavy. Are you holding the... Ron, reel reel it in. Hold it. Wow, help, this this one's a fighter. (laughs) got a big one. I'm going to wrap my hands around... Ron's arms and help reel it in and be like, just like old times. Thanks, Glenn. Okay, go ahead and roll something, animal handling. Can I roll it as Glenn, though, on my character sheet? 
Sure. Are right, so you animal handling Ron? Are you handling Ron or are you handling the baby? The baby. The baby. I got a natural 20, so it doesn't really so matter. So you get to describe what happens. I reel in the baby and the baby is chomping and then I take a fishing photo with it because I also have a camera. <laughs> so the four dads with beers and there's like lawn chairs out and you got the big fish. Yep. Okay, great. So yeah, it, it seems to be for the moment suspended and the fishing rod and can't do anything. And Grant, after finishing off the cultist, he comes up and he's like looking at the baby dangling from the fishing ground. He's like, we did something to like stun it for a while that like calmed it down for a bit so we could do some other. I'm trying to remember oh, what it was. Oh, I know what, what you do, do to fish. Uh, you just slap them against it's- a rock. Uh, oh, I forgot it's a baby, not a fish. Well, we still Same s- physics probably apply. You still slap <laughs> Grant, buddy, what, what, what did we do? I'm trying to remember. Uh, so it's wearing a mask in the future over just the top half of its face. What did we do? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I don't know. This is just like in God of War 2 when your son gives you hints to get to the muscles. No, in God of War 2, they'd be like, hey, you should do this thing. (laughs) Father, what if you got a different angle on the torch? And you're like, I haven't even started solving the puzzle yet. I wrote most of this. (laughs) And people are like, we hate these. I'm like, yeah, no, that's fair. Well, I know one way to calm a baby down when it's hungry is to stick your finger in its mouth so it can suckle on it. I'm speaking as a father now. I know that certain things you do to uh, calm a baby down. What if Uh, you sprayed it with poison? (laughs) What if I well, sprayed so, the child with poison glad? No. Wait, it's one of the Mother Earth's creatures. Even if it's that vicious, right, I'm hold not on, gonna... hold on. Daryl, what if we sprayed the baby with poison? <laughs> Just hand it over here. Daryl dips his finger in the six-pound IPA and, th- and then puts the, his finger in the mouth. Just like a little bit of alcohol on a baby. It uh, bites your finger off. Gum. Well, I should have seen that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> With a horrible crunch, the baby just like has it in its mouth now, like a stogie. And it's just like, like it's like a fucking baby Huey from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Daryl oh, just no. grimaces, like, all right, buddy, just, yeah, that's right. You just uh, suck on that pacifier there, why don't you? And then I start rocking, I go, rock goodbye, baby. It's still feral, still clawing at you, still pissed off, still Got trying to get my finger stumped. Hey, Daryl, you want to cauterize that wound on my body? Because I'm red hot. If you could cauterize it, that'd be great. And I hold my hand oh, out. Oh, I have nothing for you. <laughs> Henry gives a rueful sigh and cast a healing spell to grow your finger back. I have regenerate. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. So your finger comes back. <laughs> oh, I should have used this on Walter's legs. I don't ever know why I ever, I'd never do that. <laughs> Is this a puzzle, Anthony? This is a little Kinda, puzzle. It's a little combat puzzle. Yeah, yeah. Proposal. Mm-hmm. When he asks him for the wound to be cauterized, I have fireball. I could just cast it and then splash damage the baby accidentally. Okay, if you want to. I'm not solving puzzles, you're to kill the baby? Well, the puzzle is the baby has a mask on, so we did something to the face of the baby. You think we disfigured the baby? <laughs> that's where my mind went. I, that's what that's I thought. That's a wild solution like, to the puzzle. Wait, wait, just so you think, though, you thought Anthony designed this word, the solution to the oh. puzzle was we disfigure a baby's face. And it's no, so ashamed I, that it puts so a mask on. It's so ashamed it wears a mask in the future. Well, I get but, it, I get it, I've got it. They want us to play peekaboo with the baby. So we put the mask on the baby we're like, where's the baby go? Where'd the baby go? I love it. And I, I grab the, uh, the thermostat and I crunch it back to the future. Where's the baby? Is it still? It's dangling in the air for a second off of a, a fishing rod from the past. But then once you go to the future, the fishing rod disappears. And it, poof, it drops it out on the ground and then starts crawling up Scary's body to we try to start beating her in the, in the face. future, Henry. Uh, uh, All right, uh, turn the mask, buddy. Scary, grab the mask. Okay. So do I roll to grab the mask? Yeah, give me a sleight of hand. 17 I'm rolling so well you today. really are uh, so you snatch with Ron like reflexes <laughs> the mask from the baby's face is and it you, disfigured is it is it horribly burned <laughs> yeah it looks like a Phantom of the Opera no uh, it, <laughs> no. Looks like, it looks like a normal baby but <laughs> this it baby's has been giving me lessons for months <laughs> it wait his face is a butt no his face <laughs> is not a butt it's nose has two big bruises around either nostril oh 
I just start punching the nose of the baby. <laughs> Pretend to take its nose, Ron. What are you doing, Ron? Don't punch the baby. Wait, wait, I'm this scary. is scary right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm jumping to the future. You're right. Well, you got Get the his mask. nose. I Get his slam nose. the thing back to the past. Oh, I got your nose, and I'm going to get it in a, an aggressive way, even though I'm well, saying Ron, it like this. Put that nose back, man. You, that's no, really, I got, you got it. it. I got the nose, and I, I do the thing with my fingers where it looks like okay, I Okay, well, you're it. holding the mask, so you still have to reach forward and take the baby's nose from it. Okay. You know, to convince so, it you took its nose. But his I'm, mouth is chewing on my finger. Yes, his mouth is chewing on your finger. Actually, you don't have to roll for that, yeah. And it's slightly sleepy because he's drinking a really strong IPA. It's like 20 ABV. Yes. Fucking yeah. like your oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, it's like your oatmeal. And then, and then Glenn casts Programmed Illusion, which is a spell that makes an illusion just happen. That's oh, a that's hell good. of a spell. So yeah. create an illusion of an object, and it, yeah, it's the nose. It's the, it looks like the nose. I have a little sleight of hand. So yeah, you reach out, you... Do the got your nose, and the second you do that, the baby like looks at you, its, its face goes white, and it looks at you in terror, and it goes, uh, uh, and it's just clawing at its own face, like, and it feels the nose because the nose is still there, but it's like, uh, uh, and it's reaching out to you, and then it just goes, uh, and, and I'm then, not like, gonna give it back, and it goes, oh, yeah, and it just freezes, baby, freezes in shock, and just sort of stays that way, just frozen in fear, and you feel in the past that that was exactly what you needed to do to get past the baby and you stunned it uh, and it was not willing to do anything to you so long as you held his nose hostage. Damn. All right, well, just put that in your pocket and maybe we'll give it back yeah, to you, put, little guy, yeah. when, you're, when we're done. Put this it, nose in my pocket. It steps forward and is like, I'm... Uh, Oh, this hits different as a dad. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you've you've solved that in the past at the very least. Oh, we gotta oh, do this in right, the future. Oh yeah. Though. Wait, no, I don't know that. I don't know anything about the future. Well, yeah, we did it. Good job, everyone. <laughs> All right. So with the baby sitting there, unable to move while you have its nose, the path forward to the throne of the doodler that they built is open. Did you say something by the way that the other kids are here? Yes, your kids are here. Okay, and it's like that's just like memories of them, or what is it? Yes, or is it, it is spectral them? memories of them. They were here. Except for Grant, none of them is here corporeally. Okay. But the memories that when you did this, you were doing it with your kids. Uh, okay. You can see actually outside the open door that you just came through, the Odyssey is there, and it's just full of uh, what seems to be monster hunting weapons and X-Files ass, like, you know, devices for finding weird shit. It looks to be like the origin of daddies was probably in the back of the Honda Odyssey. You built this out of your, out of your garage. I'd like to volunteer a detail. And when you Please look, do. it looks like it's moving. Like the wheels are spinning. But in fact, it's because it has 20-inch spinner rims that are continuing to go. So it has the illusion of movement at all times. Very cool. Great. That definitely got you out of a couple scrapes where some people (laughs) rolled some bad perception checks about how to aim their shots. Here's what it was. They're like, how much do we lead it? But look at the wheels. Look at how fast the wheels (laughs) are going. Hey, grandpas, you want to go move on, I guess? See what's behind this door? So behind the baby, now that the baby has been dealt with, there is just two very big, large wooden doors that you can, once again, if you wish to, Aragorn open. (laughs) But this time we're the dads. Yes, currently you're the dads. Yeah, yeah, Daryl, we should definitely keep going. But before we do, and then Normal kind of shakes off Henry and cranks the thermostat up back to season two and turns to Hermie and says, Hermie, how are you? What? What's going on? Are you... Did you? I don't even know what it, you, you're like. A what? He just has two dads, man. Like, why are you weird about that? <laughs> yeah. No, Hermie is actually looking at you, even despite his Joker makeup, more pale than usual. Uh-oh. And he goes, "But I'm not. I don't know who any of these people are. Am I adopted? I can't be adopted. I, I talk to me, Herm. Oh my God, my parents. The ultimate performance was the one my parents have done my whole life, telling me that they were my biological parents. 
Who am I? Who is Hermie? So you never seen that guy, that weird hell guy, or the weird fedora guy in your life? You don't know who either of them are? No, I've met my grandparents, and it's not it's oh. not these people. So I have no idea. We don't, we don't, we it's almost really? like it's almost like I feel like I got scammed. Oh. <laughs> Man, that sucks. And I was so ready to be all poison ivy sexy and stuff, and then this happened and now I don't even well, know which way. You can still be Poison Ivy sexy if you yeah, want man. to. You and it touches want. you on the nose. He goes, I know I can. Whatever <laughs> 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 happened back then, man, this hasn't changed what your life has been so far. So like... And what hey, happened to you, yeah, yeah. in the past. And okay. just because like your parents are total losers doesn't mean that you can't be like the coolest person ever. Yeah, also join the club. All I mean, I know you think you I'm can't. the coolest person no, ever? No, 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 no. Call me the coolest no. person. He, he flips a no. coin and he goes, You just got on my good side. No. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how I got this confidence? Uh, no. <laughs> Girl complimented me once. You know what we're gonna do, Hermie? We're gonna put this in mystery, this adventure, this is going on the list too. This is gonna be like a side adventure that we try to solve while we're solving the main adventure, okay? So we're going to figure out what the deal is here. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'll deal with it myself. I'm going to go internal now. I'm going to do the, the Stanislavski method. I'm going to... Im- no. No. Hermie, you need to embrace this. You don't need to be the Joker or Poison Ivy or Two-Face. You don't need to be any of those characters. You can just be you. It's okay. I also got hit with a cone of cold, so I'm kind of Mr. Freeze. Okay, well, that's, <laughs> you don't need to be any... Just like, you know... <laughs> just be yourself, you, don't, you can just be yourself. Who is Hermie? Who is... You see what you said? Hit him like a physical <laughs> wave. Who is Hermie? And he just goes, who is Hermie? Who is Hermie? And he looks down and keeps just muttering it to himself. Who's Uh-oh. Hermie? Who's Hermie? He's not really uh, there. You can be Mr. Freeze if that's going to get us through this. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You can be Mr. Batman characters. That's cool too, Hermie. It's going to be a cold night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All let's confidence just, comes back to him. Let's just go through this door yeah. here. Hey, Dad, before we open this door, anything we should know before we open this door? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, okay. Do you guys want to like open this door like as us? or like? Oh, uh, I remember there was a kind of an argument that happened. It was like awkward. Between uh, Lark and his his dad, so I guess be prepared for that. Oh, oh so if we want the cool drama, we have to switch back. To- <laughs> <laughs> all right, scary. Go ahead. Yeah, I guess. Well, I don't know if I want to. Okay, okay, all right, guys. Yeah. Uh, Lark Sparrow, hey. Hey. come on, you stop goofing off. We're here on official daddy's business, so come on, boys. Hey, and dads, real quick. Hey. I saw this movie once where this guy pushed through the door. I know we didn't do it on the first set of doors, but like maybe this set of doors we can push through like Aragorn in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, look, uh, we can all admit that Aragorn is really hot and sexy, okay, Glenn? But like, I just feel like there's been a lot of silliness going on and we're here on a mission, okay? Daryl Link is like leaning down towards Grant. He's like, I got a suspicious look. He goes, hey, uh, son, make sure whenever you have a son, you let me eat ice cream at dinner. <laughs> 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 just like look around like mm, I wonder if that worked <laughs> so you talk, you said that to Grant Grant who's still your adult dad in a kid's body he's like do you, do you want me to give you more ice cream when we get home isn't this the past it's still me I'm still really uh, here it's still me yeah you didn't give me any okay. ice cream I don't remember you giving me more ice Henry, cream Henry, I'll looks, give you more right, ice cream. Henry Normal looks at Daryl Lincoln and is like no look it's time travel it's just like that movie Prime <laughs> <laughs> And that's how Daryl died of a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's open the door. Okay, so you open the door and you see... Only Glenn Aragorn pushes in. <laughs> yeah, everybody else just walks in. <laughs> you see rows and rows of pews hastily constructed out of shitty wood and rusty nails. And in the back of the church, at the other end of the church, which is currently empty, you see a throne sitting it's on the it. the nave. Sorry. The nave? That's what that area is called? The nave. Okay, so yeah, you enter and you see the nave of the church, and it's very big. central part of a church. Central part of a church. Hey, Daryl. Hey, Daryl, check out the craftsmanship on the pews. Pretty nice nave nave this church has got here. (laughs) Well, minus the craftsmanship on these pews, huh? Yeah, a little wobbly. 
I take a seat, but they feel good on the behind. Right here, the word of God. <laughs> She's got a great ass. <laughs> wow! That's great. Wow! Henry, but not normal, gets, gets advantage, gets uh, inspiration. You feel psychic energy of a very uh, as you do chaotic, as you do, yeah, as a cha- uh, <laughs> of a chaotic and disturbing nature coming from the throne. Scam actually goes. Ooh, I'm getting a lot of doodlerges coming out of that throne. Oh, no. Scam, we talked about this. I, we have kids around. Have kids so, like, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Doodler semen coming no, out yeah. of that. Oh, I'm so you. sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. Ooh, sitting in that might be awfully dangerous, but it seems like that's what we're looking for is a way to look into the doodler's mind. I could give it a shot. Mm, I, I mean, I know oh, you've been- Oh, what? Is it because I'm a little scam yeah. and you're worried I'm going to do I, something yeah, untoward? You know, we you just scam. can't trust that scamp. You know what they say, fool me 73 times, shame on you, fool me 74 times, and I've been keeping track and this is the 74th time I could have been potentially fooled by you because there were a lot of crazy scams you pulled. Yeah, fool 74 times, your head detonates because we've programmed you just like the suicide squad. Scam actually this is all the time. Daryl says that Daryl holds up the dead You know what's crazy? You know what's fucking insane? As I was literally about to say that. I was literally gonna have Scam actually push up his fedora and go, well, actually, since you put that explosive inside my skull, I can't fuck you over that badly without risking detonation. So I'm pretty sure it'll be okay. I could give it a shot. And if not, you can always pop my head, as we like to say. Okay. So Scam actually sits in the throne and he goes, hum. And he goes, oh. And he stands up and he goes, I don't feel a connection to it. I think it's looking for something simpatico, something that it's uh, connected with in terms of its doodler DNA. So I guess it's going to be one of you oak boys. Not my beautiful boys. I'll do it. Lark goes, no, I can do it. Lark, I'm not going to let this is crazy dangerous. I'm not going to let you do that. And Lark goes, I know it's crazy dangerous. So the last time that we saw Lark as an audience, uh, you know, he was a kid. Now Lark walks towards you with a little bit more of a bowed angle to his spine, bags under his eyes. Doesn't dress himself that well. His hair's kind of messy in a way that is unfortunately very attractive to, to people of his age group. <laughs> I can fix him. Yeah, exactly. And he goes, no, I'm going to do this. If it's going to put you in any more danger, it's going to be me, like the end. So, no, Lark, I can't. No, no buddy, come no. on. It was kind of his fault that this whole thing. Shut started. the fuck up, Ron. Jeez, okay. come on. He's what? right. Ron's right. Okay, I fucked over everybody, and it's my fucking fault. Maybe it's your fault for not stopping me. I don't know. I'm going to fucking do it. And he just starts walking forward. I step in front of him. And I, he I, hits I, you in the face. Whoa. He turns and he punches you in the face. And he goes, this is my fault. All of this is my fault. I have to be the one to fix it, and you won't punish me. Everything you just you say, it's all, it's all, it's fine, it's fine, I forgive you, it's all good. You, you, you see, like, I just, people make mistakes. People, people don't make mistakes like this, okay? This is, this is a mistake that I, I'm the only one who can fix it. I have to fix it, and if somebody's gonna die for it, it's gonna be me, you stupid fucking idiot. No. If you just been better, if Lark, you had been I'm not gonna let you do this, Lark. This I is, grab him, and I'm literally trying to hold him back. He punches you again in the stomach, and the wind gets knocked out of Darryl you. Daryl steps, he's not getting involved, but he's going to step in between the throne and this happening in case he does get past Henry. Henry, as you double over with your stomach hurt, he goes, if you'd been a better father, I wouldn't be like this. This is this is my fault, but it's your fault too. You fuck this up. We fuck this. I don't know. I, this fucking needs to happen. And so the note I gave you early on in the episode mm-hmm. is my thoughts for how Henry might react to this. And if you want to follow that, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. Lark, I, I, I'm sorry, man. Like, I can't. I, this is okay. 
Okay? It's all right. You're a kid. You were an even younger kid when this all happened. This isn't your fault, okay? And if you're blaming yourself, I forgive you, all right? We're all in this together, and this is too dangerous. You know, we know what this thing can do, and this, you're right, it is my fault. It is my fault that we were, that all of this happened, and if anyone is going to get up there, it's going to be me. I know that you have all these pain, and I have all these feelings, but I can't watch you get killed. I can't watch something else horrible happen to you. You have to let me do this, okay? Lark is looking at you for a second, and he's not moving, and he's not even emoting at you, and it's very confusing, and then for a second, he shimmers. And Daryl behind you, I was about to say I was looking for Sparrow, damn it. Yeah, <gasps> Daryl behind you, you see that Sparrow was the person who was fighting your dad. Whoa. And that Mark <laughs> is the one who sneaks around and goes, sorry. And he sits down no! in the throne no! and, and immediately his back arches with pain and darkness shoots out of his eyes and he begins to bellow in pain for what actually is a couple seconds, but feels like minutes. I run up to him. I'm going to try to pull him off the throne. The second your hands touch him, you feel in order, love, confusion, betrayal, sadness, and deep anger. And the heaviness of those emotions make you feel like you can't even move. And Lark can't even move. I'm obviously trying to help Henry, but I'm assuming. Yeah, same, same kind of vibe hits all of you as you touch. There's just no way to get him off there. But after a couple seconds, the darkness fades from his eyes and he... <laughs> Lark! Oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> And he looks at you with just a lot of fury in his eyes, a fury that is very familiar to you over the past couple of years of a tiredness, a sadness, and a self-hatred. And he says, we, we just got to fucking kill it. We got to kill it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about what I saw. We're going to fucking kill okay. it. We're going to kill it. Okay, and I love you. In that moment, as you say, I love you, the memories all kind of end and freeze. And this is as much as the Church of the Doodler remembers in this timeline. So mm -hmm. if you want to switch back to the current timeline, you can. Oh, this cutscene's over. We got to flip it. Hey, Ron, you want to? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry, uh, it was scary. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? You? Oh, really getting your own head there. That was yeah. intense. Normal kind of just kind of takes a step back and just his eyes are welling with tears. I was like, oh, my God. What? You all right, buddy? Yeah, I mean. So in the present tense, the throne is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. You can do what you wish. Well, Holy shit. I, I got to see what oh, he saw. Well, no, no, because I started walking no towards way. the... No, I started, I no started let holding, me do this. I started holding the Look, no, I don't have buddy. a twin to rope a W with, man, but we, we need to know what he saw. No, because we need to know how to beat it. You're like my brother now, though. You just said, like, you, you can't just... You just saw what happened. And you saw... The what answer they got was the bad answer. Like, let's not... We don't need to know what's in there, dude. But he... Man, I, there's so much I don't know about my freaking family, man. Like, I'm yeah. going nuts over here. I don't know why they hate me so much. They, they, and maybe something in there will tell me what I need to know to be at peace with them. Man, this is like, you, you, let, the you, aren't let in you there. fucking understand this, okay? The answers you don't aren't understand. In there. I, I, you need to back off. Okay, you're not Dude. my brother. You guys aren't my family. That's my family. This is all this whole fucked up thing. And we need to know what's going on. And we need to know what they know. So just let me do it. The answers are here with us, dude. Like, no, I'm not your brother, but I'm your friend. I can't let you do that. Guys, help Help me out here. I, I'm, I try to hold him. Grant just sits there and, and sort of watches and is like, I, this is what I was worried would happen. I, Lark never told us what he saw. I asked him a million times. He never told me what he saw. So if there is something in here, maybe, I mean, Lark didn't die. Maybe, maybe normal will be fine. Whatever you know? happened, we need to know everything we can to stop this thing. I can't live with this in my heart anymore. Come on. Like, I, I think okay. deep down, I've always All known right. the only reason my dad couldn't, you know, feel the way that dads are supposed to feel about me is probably he knows that I got to inherit all this horrible shit someday. So you just got to let me do this. Okay. Okay. Okay, man. Like, you do what you have to do. We're here for you. But I don't. Well, I don't know about actually 
Yeah, I guess we are. I guess even if you're not related to this thing, it still comes Scary. back to haunt you. What I'm about to do is so fucking goth and so metal. I wish it could be you. I wish it could be you because I know that you would think this was super cool, but one of us has to do it. And I think it's got to be me. So then I guess rock on, Norm. Link, Taylor, Hermie, Scary, Grant. I'm just listing people in the room because I'm scared now. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all. Be he aggressive. Be aggressive. And I start chanting each that as I go towards the, way, the thing. Step, like, yeah. <sighs> Hermie starts stomping and clapping his hands. We've got spirit. Through. Yes, we do. We've got spirit. How about you? And I sit down on the throne. In that moment, your mind explodes with possibility and space and time. You immediately feel yourself zooming through the consciousness of a creature that is older than time and more intelligent than the Jordan Peterson. David Mamet. <laughs> Jordan Whoa. Peterson. Yeah. Ima- imagine. Oh my the- God! We need to clean the doodler's room. Imagine the. <laughs> Imagine the intelligence of Jordan Peterson combined with the sex appeal of Jordan Peterson. Oh my God, stop it, Anthony. Um, And the Kermit-like voice of of Jordan Jordan Peterson. Peterson. You look into the doodler's mind and you can feel all of its memories stretching out from birth to now. And you feel yourself being drawn toward the very, very first memory. You can go in the direction of finding out what it wants or what it fears. Which do you want to go for? I'm going to go for... It's a real video game moment where I'm like, am I going to get to do both? Or am I going gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like to do quick save? Save a version of this F5 podcast. F5 yeah. F5. I'm going to seek out what it fears. When you think of the word fear, you zoom to a memory from the middle of its lifespan, and you feel yourself inside the body of a quick-talking newspaper gal. Great-grandma Hildy, I wrote a book report on her in sixth grade. She is being quietly, insidiously, and subtly gaslit and insulted and abused by her son, Barry, who is tucking her into bed and taking away all of her agency and all of her resources and all of her money and is smiling the entire time that he does it. You feel, as the doodler, the sense of pain and hate. Uh, This little brat can't do that to me. I want a fucking bullet, sir. Yeah, Uh, you (laughs) feel that resentment, and then you feel from Barry that sense of quiet loathing and selfishness. What gets you more than anything is the feeling of once he leaves the room, Hildy is in Oakvale, this beautiful forest, but she is completely alone in her bed, and there is no one that she loves around her, and she feels completely and utterly and totally isolated as she dies. And when she dies, you you feel your consciousness shift into Barry. And the fear goes away because to be afraid of losing something you love, you have to be able to love really hard. And so that fear sort of goes away. But the fear that you found was that fear of loneliness being Hildy on her deathbed. Okay. I would like to now circle back and figure out what this thing wants. Great. So this is, yeah, this is a telltale game. You get to do both. Um, (laughs) So to find out what it wants, you go all the way back to its very, very first memory. First, there is, there is not just darkness, but the absence of darkness, the absence of anything, the nothingness of nothingness. And then very suddenly, there's a bright light, and you hear the sound of a film reel going, and you look around you, and you see lots of glowing rods on the walls. You see a really, really handsome Asian actor that gives you untoward thoughts. You see a young stuntman in a newsy cap. It gives you untoward thoughts. <laughs> you see a cowardly line producer holding a script, and you see who you will eventually join with the image of the lady journalist. And you feel confusion, but awe and wonderment at what's surrounded you. All these feelings, all these sensations, all these new people. 
then you find yourself getting bigger and bigger, wanting to interact with these people. And you hear the people screaming, you hear fear from them, and you see the line producer reaching out his hand to shake your hand as his mind leaves him, and you try to embrace him. But as you do so, you feel his bones getting crushed under your might and your weight, and you accidentally murder him. And you suddenly feel very, very scared and very sad because you just all you wanted to do was hug him and say hello. And then you see the stuntman looking down into you as you get bigger and bigger to try to hug him as well, maybe, and say sorry for what you did to his friend, and you end up consuming him as well and hurting him. And the one person who remains living in this group, the journalist, you try to join with, and you, you decide not to, to hug her, not to show your, your love, because your love hurts people so much, you decide to instead go inside her and, and hide yourself and join with her. And as the years goes by, as you sort of very quickly speed read through almost the rest of his memories, you see the doodler glimpsing Ron and Willie, you see a boy almost getting drowned in the water and you reach out to try to save the boy, but the boy leans back and the father goes in instead and you accidentally grab the father who was trying to drown the boy and you join with him. And the second that you join with him, you feel his indifference and his hopelessness and his spite and his selfishness and it inhabits you. And then you feel being inside two young boys, Lark and Sparrow, and all the excitement and all the wonder and all the love in the world. But then you feel the sting of betrayal from both having your backstabbed by your son and being your son in that moment. And in that moment, you feel the resentment grow from within Lark towards himself. You feel that resentment for everyone and everything. You hate it. It's your fault. Everything is bad. Every time you try to love someone, every time you try to touch someone or reach out and someone, they hurt and it's bad. And you just want more than anything to make it all go away, however you can. You don't want to be alone, but you don't want to be near anybody else. You want to destroy all of this stuff. And these emotions and these feelings that you're feeling are so strong and so terrible that you decide you want to live without them. And you calcify these emotions and feelings into anchors into physical objects and you hide those across the many planes of existence hoping that their absence from your body would allow you a freedom from those emotions but they're too strong and even the radiation of those emotions still allow you to feel them as if they were right here but you know in this moment that the anchors are the thing keeping the doodler here even though the doodler doesn't realize it because it is at this point basically a child lashing out at everything around it out of confusion and self-loathing. Its anchors are the things that are allowing it to maintain a foothold in all of these planes while it tries to reach out and alternately get humanity to love it and punish it for not loving it and all the complicated feelings they're in. And in a sense, it looks at humanity as its dad and it deeply resents its dad, but also deeply loves its dad and wants that validation. But in this moment, you feel if you could go find those anchors and destroy them, the doodler would not necessarily have anything keeping it here and could maybe pass back into that darkness from whence it came. And in that moment, the darkness leaves your eyes. You hear a really loud noise sort of come into your ears and you realize it's the sound of you screaming. And slowly that stops and your throat stops hurting. And you are back in the world. You know now what it takes to get rid of the doodler. You know what it's scared of and you know what it wants. Normal staggers out and he drops to his knees sobbing and he looks at his friends and he says... We have to help it. All our days whisked away. But is there something more to say? You know that no one knows us better than ourselves. Used to tell myself it'll be alright. Pretty lies let me sleep at night. I know that no one knows me better than myself. 
Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Lincoln Lee Wilson, Anthony Birch is our DM, Will Campos is Normal Oak, Beth May is Scary Marlowe, and myself, Freddie Wong, as Taylor Swift. Our theme song is On My Way by Maxton Waller. Brian Fernandez is our content producer, Ashton Nicolette is our community manager, Esther Ellis is our lead editor, Travis Reeves provides additional editing, and Robin Rapp is our transcriber. We're supported on Patreon, you can get all kinds of ad-free episodes and access to our patron-specific Discord, so if you're looking for a community of like-minded people such as Jonathan Lamb, Max Steinen, Andrew Heiser, Viv Lee, Radiation, Joseph Gilligan, Liv, Nathan, Nathan Russell, Imagine M, I am right now, it's a, it's a pretty good letter, Ed Schamberg, Alex Gallegos, Patrick Goonan, William Weigand, Jacob Guzman, Joel Delabre, Christina Riccio, Alex Jones, not that one, Heather, Daniel Diffin, or Laser H. Our Patreon is the place to go. There's a lot of ways you can support this show. The obvious one is our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dungeons and Dads, which is great if you're looking for more content for your ear and eye holes, but Patreon isn't for everyone. I get it. That's why we got a merch store. Right now, if you head over to store.dungeonsanddads.com, you can get 20% off basically everything in the whole store. It's that Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Super Tuesday thing everyone does. And today, the day of the episode release, is the last day to get on it. So head on over to store.dungeonsanddaddies.com. There you will find tons of stuff from Season 1 and Season 2. Posters, totes, stickers, pins. Uh, the Deck of Daddy things, by the way, will be back in stock later this week. We had to do two shipments from our manufacturers, so keep an eye out for that. And the easiest way to do that, follow us on social. We are Dungeons & Dads on Twitter. Our website is dungeonsanddaddies.com. Our subreddit is Dungeons & Daddies. And our next episode is going to be coming out Tuesday, December 13th. We will see you then. Glenn lights up a dupe and is like, whew, outside of my pay grade. <laughs> Terry, I love you. I'm emotionally available now. <laughs>